Cassie is, she's what I would call a singer. I mean, oh. this girl can <laughs> sing her butt off. I've seen so many videos of you. And I think one of them was a, um, I think you were doing like a city concert or something. And you were singing the, that four non blonde song. Oh. And I just sat there like, oh my God, it's incredible. <laughs> so welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. So great um, to meet you. You too. You too. Um, so what did you have going on right before this pandemic hit us? And what have you kind of done transitioning into this unique time that we're living in? We had a lot lined up this year. Like yeah. we were going to be doing shows. Like we had, we had kind of nailed down some venues like in Arizona and, and Vegas. And we were going to kind of just do little weekend runs. Uh, we were going to do a lot of the summer concerts this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we had just kind of started at in downtown Disney. We were doing, you know, the zoo. We were supposed to do the zoo over the summer and we had a lot, but I had to like, not really allow myself to dwell on that, that it was all, you know, like it's gone to hell. Uh, but you know, it's just kind of like, okay, like we'll just have to pick up where we can, you know? Um, but we were full steam. We were going a lot. We were busy. So mm. super lucky to have it, but you know, it's like, I don't know, it, 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 everything happens for a reason and who knows what, like awesome things will come out of like waiting on that yeah. stuff, you know? So true. Yeah. Super disappointing and kind of makes you, uh, I don't know. Yeah. stops you in your tracks. That's for sure. But so yeah. what kinds of things did you kind of pick up just to kind of, you know, either fill time or pick up work or. Yeah. So I, I actually do hair. Um, okay. So, but like that got shut down too. That's true. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But the first month, I will not lie. I was like doing nothing (laughs) and loving it. Like I don't have any plans today. Like normally I have to, you know, drive to nine different things I'm doing in a day. So Mm. I soaked it up because I thought it's only going to be four weeks. Like let's just live this month up, you know? And then seven months later, it's a completely different story. So I decided to just cr- like try to create like whatever that meant, like just create stuff. So in the very beginning, I, I've always made guitar pick earrings and like sold them just like when I have like inspiration to make them and uh-huh. I just post them and I ended up like totally getting myself through like one of those months, like selling jewelry and it was so fun to have that time to do it you know what I mean mm-hmm. um and then just little projects just kind of staying in touch with different people that like maybe we hadn't really had a chance to work together because we were always so busy mm-hmm. and it was like okay hey send me this or you know like let's just start rehearsing something or you know yeah. so yeah I just kind of like tried to pick up where I can with things that like I sound like um the Marie Kondo lady, like things that spark joy. Yes. I tried to like gravitate to, you know, and it just kind of felt like hindsight a little bit of looking back, like we were having a blast doing everything we were doing, but I feel like it was just like, we were trying to get to that next level, like with every show that we weren't 
I don't feel like I was like in the moment on those things, you know? Mm -hmm. So now I'm kind of looking back on hindsight, like so excited to get, you know, a gig someday and just like (laughs) kind of be in that moment with it and not worried or like too excited for the next thing. Cause it's like, here we are now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. I think I, I was, I was like, you, I feel a lot like you did too, where we were going so hard and Mm -hmm. there was, you know, such a, it was such a, you know, busy schedule and, um, which I didn't have any problem with. I mean, I really enjoyed that, but once things hit and it was kind of like, you know, immediate break, I was a little relieved, honestly, because like you, I thought it's going to be a couple of weeks or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. I'll just kind of enjoy this time. But then, um, yeah, the time goes by and you're like, oh gosh, now like close seven, eight months later, I don't know how far we are into this. I sometimes wonder like, will I ever be able to go back to that kind of pace of life? And like, like, even just physical endurance of it, like yeah, standing in your heels for three and a half hours straight, like, you know, it's crazy. It really is. So have you been able to go back to doing hair again? Yes. Yes. So I was doing like a little black market salon on my patio just for like (laughs) family and friends just to get people by. Um, And even that, like I was able to get creative. A lot of my clients, um, I would just mix color for them and then they would just pick it up off my porch. So then I wasn't, you know, having to like fix up box color and all that sort of stuff. So that actually all went really smooth and all my clients were just wonderful. They're like, they're pretty much all like family to me, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so that was good. And then, yeah, I've been in the salon, I think since some point in August and it's been great Mm -hmm. and it's a slower pace. I can't, I can't double book people. Mm -hmm. And normally that's all I wanted to do. And now it's like, Oh, someone's processing. I'll go eat my lunch now. You know, like it's kind of the same thing with all of it. It's just like, oh, you're just kind of like allowing yourself to be in the moment, just like take a breath and enjoy it. And it's been really enjoyable salon. It's been great. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad you have that. That's really cool. Um, I saw too that you kind of grew up in um, in the musical theater world. That was kind of a heavy part of your musical upbringing. So what got you into that? Yeah. Um, we had family friends actually. Yeah. So we had family friends and they just kind of were like, Hey, you guys should try this For, to me and my brother. We're about 16 months apart. And, uh, we both auditioned for a show and I got cut real quick. I got cut right away and he got a call back and I, my mom actually like found this old journal entry I wrote about it. Oh no. <laughs> Tried to be gracious, but I was like, he didn't even want to get in. Um, I was like, so I thought I was going to book the lead or something, oh, but yeah. I just kept going back. Like it really intrigued me singing and dancing. Like dancing was like really exciting to me too. I didn't really know I could sing until like ninth grade. I didn't okay. know. I, I did a lot of it, but I just didn't know what I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, so I kind of just stuck with it. I auditioned. I, I think I got in on like the fourth show I auditioned for and stuck with it all through like elementary, middle school and high school and did it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all that time. And um, 
Yeah, I feel like it like made me a little more well-rounded with like, even on the improv side, I don't consider myself an actress at all. Like that's mm-hmm. like my bottom tier, but just within the live theater realm, like you really learn how to just like roll with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So when we're in the bars and people are acting cray, like it's kind of like, yeah, we could, I can handle that. Just you a know? little improv. <laughs> just a little improv, just let it go, do something about it or I don't know. So yeah, I grew, I did it for years. Yeah. And, so, and then when did dance come into the picture for you? So I started doing more dance classes like in my theater company um and then I found out about a dance team called culture shock Mm -hmm. and they were having auditions for their youth team and when I was in high school I auditioned for it and I got on and then I kind of really focused on that more so even than the um theater and uh did the dance team I did future shock for like a year and a half or two years and then I um auditioned for culture shock and did that and that got me started at SeaWorld. We did a show at SeaWorld. And then after that show, I kind of went back to singing and I did a lot of singing parts at SeaWorld. So then I was there for like eight and a half years, kind of using the theater background, the dance background and all of that. Yeah, yeah. And you, um, you've you got like a, I don't know how to put this, but a way way above average voice so this is not this is like a i mean you've got a voice that is like what i would call a really well-trained voice did you have a lot of vocal training or um i had one vocal coach like i was saying how i didn't know what i could do until i was Mm -hmm. like ninth grade um and i went to her for a few years like through high school Mm -hmm. um and then she moved and then after that, I could not find somebody that like helped it click for me, mm-hmm. you know, like anytime I went to anybody else, it kind of, um, I like overthought it. Whereas I feel like where she taught me, like, it was like a feeling and like, it just clicked. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I worked with her for three years. And then before that I was in like show choir in middle mm-hmm. school and we, I learned a lot in that. Yeah. But other than that, I don't. I feel like I need more training. Like I, there's a lot that that. I'm not strong (laughs) on, you know, like I, I know what I am strong on. So I stick to that stuff, you know, like I'm sure a lot of people, you know, do that, but I feel like there's a lot I could learn too. And like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I think that's probably true for, for any and every singer having somebody, uh, you know, no matter like what level you're at, I think there's just something to be said about going and standing in front of someone vocalizing working on maintenance things but sometimes you just you don't know what you don't know until somebody you know with yeah. a good ear can kind of point it out to you and and sometimes you you innately know that there are these things that you should be doing but until someone tells you you know you should be warming up every day or something right. like that you know we don't think about it that much <laughs> totally yeah uh, warming up has always been something that like i kind of skipped over and gosh, the older we get, I'm like, I have got to warm up. There's like, no, just showing up and winging it Mm. anymore. Especially now, not singing, you know, as much as you're accustomed to. Have you had any gigs since, since this, Um, have you been singing at all? 
teeny tiny bit like and it kind of just started i did like a little drive-in concert um at cal state san marcos Mm -hmm. i sang i think like two solos a duet and then like group songs so it wasn't you know your typical two three hour gig but it was um awesome to sing and then we just did a small wedding with our trio okay so and it felt really good it like all came back you know i was curious like am i gonna you know like is this gonna hold up or am i gonna like freeze i don't know and but it was fine yeah yeah good yeah Yeah, i know i've had like a a few little tiny things here and there like church gig and you know um just some little random things but i find the longer that the time goes by um the more I don't know. It's more of a mental problem that I, I have. Over just it. thinking that yeah, like your lyrics, like, is that what you're thinking? Lyrics, keeping my brain focused on melody lines and just like, you know, you, you kind of get into a flow of performing mm-hmm. and your body is just naturally conditioned to it's like you've your body has learned these coping skills to handle stress and nerves and everything and it just kind of goes into automatic pilot and you know what to do but now it's like my body is like oh what are we doing you know and and i i like just a sunday or two ago did a church thing and we practiced and everything was cool and then did the service and i'm like who am i right now i don't even know who this person is what am i doing i'm really worried about like remembering lyrics like i feel like yeah it's more like my brain and um even in learning some new songs i got i just booked a little like christmas gig for SeaWorld, and i had a little rehearsal today and it's four christmas songs like (laughs) yeah and i was like glued to the paper of the lyrics like i know these lyrics but jingle bells yeah <laughs> like, well, those ones, like they're also simple so it's almost harder to remember sometimes you know like which verse sings what or whatever but I just keep like okay you'll get it sleep on it to sleep on it it'll be fine I've like had to talk myself down a few times today of like freaking out about remembering these lyrics by like in the next two weeks like yeah. I'll be okay. <laughs> it's it is it's so it's a really amazing the way the the mind and the body work together on these things i really took that for granted that you i think too just in learning music when you're having to learn music all the time Mm -hmm. you you really pick up a, a good you know, method that works for you and you can learn things quickly. I think like, you know, for me, I was like to have at least like 48 hours more is better, but you know, Mm -hmm. to learn something, but now I'm not so sure about that. No, I know. Yeah. 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 So kind of going back to your like musical upbringing. So once you were kind of doing the musical theater thing, you're dancing, you're obviously getting serious about your performing life. Did you kind of always visualize becoming a professional singer performer or did you have your sights set on other things or where did you feel like you might be heading with that yeah I um I never even really knew what a cover band was that's Mm -hmm. for sure until we like started ours I didn't really know um 
for a long time, I thought I was going to move to LA and audition to be like a backup dancer for people. I was like really into that like world. Um, but then once I started singing again, then, I, then it's like, you know, people have always asked, you know, why don't you move to LA? Like, that's where you gotta like, that's where you'll get all the work and everything. And I've always been like, but I am working like singing, you know, like mm -hmm. SeaWorld was a great like job for when I was in my early twenties, you know, mm -hmm. it's like awesome. Um, so I was doing that a lot. So then I just kind of, I don't know. I, I once, once we started doing the cover band, then I was like, oh yeah, like singing and being the like front of a band felt like home. And I never really like felt so at home with yeah. that. I don't think I want to be in a cover band forever. Like I'd love it to be our originals, but like the cover band is so fun and there's so much creativity you can have with it. You know, it's like, can put your own spin and all of that. So um, yeah, I guess rounding back to it, I, I always knew it would be performing. I just didn't really know which, which path it was gonna be. Mm -hmm. And what, what led you to put your band together? So my fiance, Ryan and I were in a show at SeaWorld called Madagascar Live. And it was, um, we had done like a full year of it. And I didn't think I would last a year doing the same cheesy show, but it was like the cast, like there were, you know, three different casts and you would just kind of like cycle in and out of people. It was the most fun job ever. Mm -hmm. And so we all just got really tight and um, I think it was 2015 or 14. I can't remember. I think it was 14 going into 15. Um, they laid us all off. Like I was going in for a shift and they were like, oh, come to the office first. Ooh. And we all got laid off. Like with oh, no, wow. like I couldn't even go to the theater to like get my mm -hmm. stuff. We had to like come back another day. Um, so that was such a bummer. And then Ryan was like, well, let's just make a band of like, we already know all these people. And he was in a cover band at the time working like every weekend too. So he knew kind of how to get it started, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, it kind of the rest is history. We just started it up and been working ever since. Yeah. Yeah. And you've done some really cool, um, stage, you know, I don't know what you call it, like stage concepts, I guess, with like filling the stage with dancers and everything. And so how, what made you do like, did you already have a group of dancers in mind to do that? Or like, cause what it's, what it sometimes looks to me like at, um, like if I'm watching a video, it's like, it's like you found random people in the audience that could just really dance incredibly well, like surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So those are actually, there's a group of us that we were all super tight on my dance team. I'm the only like white girl in the group. I'm like the tallest one. Everyone else <laughs> like kind of have my age or not age, but size. Um, but we always would joke like, they'll be my backup dancers one day, you know, like mm -hmm. we always joke about it. So once we started playing at Moonshine Flats and Moonshine Beach, it was finally a stage that had room for it. Like, because yeah. we always joked about it at Tin Roof, I'd pull them up all the time if they were there. And we'd just kind of like boogie on that tiny little stage together, yeah. but yeah. they can just follow along and it's easy. But 
what we did was we started kind of wanting it to look like that. Like, oh, I just grabbed all these random people and they like know this actual choreography, you know? Um, so yeah, that, it, it's just my pals from Culture Shock and it's yeah. a blast. It's like, yeah. it's so much fun. Yeah, it looks it looks like you just it seems like the band has really great chemistry and that it's, you know, a lot of fun, really high energy stuff. Yes. So is this the same group that you've done originals with? Mm hmm. OK, yeah. and have so, you all recorded together? Yeah, so we actually have three songs on like Spotify and iTunes. It's under Cassie B and the Stingers. OK, um, and so it's it's the usual the usual crew, it's uh, Ryan and Jody Bagley, Jeff Starkey and Phil Pardell, our drummer. Mm -hmm. And then with the originals, Phil's wife is actually like an awesome vocalist and musician. And so um, she's a part of that group too. And we all just co-write, she's a great writer. Um, so she's written like a lot and like helped start a lot of ideas, but then everybody just kind of shows up and like, here's a cool lick I started, like, let's try this. Like Jeff, our guitarist comes up with some really cool stuff. And then we all just kind of build on top of it from there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's just like the same crew. And we would, Tuesdays, we would rehearse the cover band at our house in La Mesa. And then Wednesdays, we would drive up to Fallbrook and rehearse at Phil and Charlotte's. And that was like every week. We were oh, nice. together twice a week rehearsing, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you been doing much writing during this time or? No, I need a lot of encouragement <laughs> with it and like guidance. I don't consider myself a good writer. Um, I had I had texted Jeff about just sending ideas so I could just practice. And I was trying to like push myself in those moments of feeling like, what else do I do with this freaking time? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so we actually, we actually started like a couple different little concepts. I don't know if we'll use them, but it, it's been great. Like when I have that extra time to just kind of sit down and like push myself at it, it's like really uncomfortable for me to do, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. try to do it as much as yeah. I can. Yeah. Um, so if, if everything were to kind of like go back to normal, um, tomorrow, what, what direction do you think you would want to take the group in at this point? Would you be wanting to jump back into life as it was before all of this, or has, has this changed your, um, idea of what you want to do? It's a really good question. It's, I feel like I'm definitely feeling a need for more balance with it. Mm -hmm. I think we were all like, like everybody kind of has like their, their other interests too. You know what I mean? And I feel like Ryan and me, since we kind of like run and own the business, we were just focused on that, you know? Um, so I'd like to like widen my projects you know, like get some other stuff just so then it's all feeling kind of fresh and fun again, rather than like, okay, like let's, I don't know, it, it'll just kind of open it up, I think, you know, so I would do, um, on Fridays, I actually had like a trio of girls that I would sing with every Friday at Vinde Sarah. we'd do like a, 
it, they call it like a burlesque show, but it's more like a cabaret. Like it's very PG. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, mainly just singing and dancing. Um, and, but I was so busy with all the other stuff. Like I hardly had time to focus on that, you know? So yeah. I'd like to kind of find more of a balance where it's like, we can do more stuff like that or, you know, have another band that we can kind of like split the time with. So it's not just like always just pushing the same kind of thing. That's why we did a lot of those other shows too, like the Star Wars show. I love creating something new, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's just so fun to just create, you know, and not get stuck in like, okay, now that we created it, let's do this for the next eight years. Like, I don't want to, yeah. you know, yeah, be doing yeah. that. So yeah, I think, I think I want to like widen it. Like, even if I, even if I go guessing with other bands or something, you know, just mm-hmm. have the opportunity to just kind of like spread it out a little bit. Yeah. You know? yeah. Do you yeah. do any session work or anything like that? Or do any home recording? Um, I want to do more. Mm-hmm. I love recording. I don't really feel like I have the like know-how to do it on my own mm-hmm. yet to make it like good. But over over um, quarantine, I actually have like a friend he lives really close. He does a lot of stuff. Um, so I recorded a couple things with him. I went up to LA. I don't know if you know K Flow. Do you know K Flow? It's Kevin. No. I don't know what last name. He's awesome, but he produces a lot of stuff, and so oh, I Kevin actually. Floor night? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know why that didn't I, that didn't connect like, in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's who. Yeah, so I uh, I went and did one with him recently. Like that was kind of part of my like kind of getting out too, and just like trying new stuff. So yeah. I'd love to do session work. Mm-hmm. I love harmonizing so much. Like it's kind of a dream job for me to just go sing backup for somebody yeah I like would love to do that I just love singing harmonies yeah I think that's I think that's smart the idea of I think that's probably a big lesson that a lot of us have learned is going forward kind of diversifying a bit and just making sure that you don't have all your eggs in one basket and um I completely relate to what you're saying. And I mean, like with the mighty untouchables, I mean, I love them more than mm-hmm. I should probably. And, <laughs> and I can't wait, you know, to be back with them. Yeah. And I hope that, you know, we're busy and that we're working and, you know, making, um, you know, a great living doing that. Uh, looking back, I can see that my my whole life was caught up in it though, you know, and which this is not that that was a negative thing, but now that I've had the time, I can kind of see how much I've enjoyed being able to create other things and be interested in other things and, um, you know, go and do other like little side gigs that I haven't been able to do in so long. And it's, it's been so enjoyable. And so, you know, I don't even know how I'll put those like, structures or those balance, you know, parameters in place to like, make sure that I do that. But I hope that I will, you know, I hope we all will like kind of take a note from that. (laughs) Totally. I know. I've been wondering too, like maybe since we're going to have to ease in, Mm -hmm. that will just kind of set it like, oh, it's just like an ease into it. So I'm only doing so much, you know, Mm -hmm. but I already feel like 
I'm going to be busy for Christmas, which is like awesome. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm like trying to be like, okay, I want to make sure, you know, if my family does get together, like I want to be able to see them and like be there or, you know what I mean? Like making sure I keep those kind of checks and balances in place as we ease in because it it probably will just like all blow up people are so hungry for live music people are gonna go nuts i'm gonna go nuts really hope because sometimes (laughs) you'd be like why aren't you listening to me (laughs) (laughs) people are gonna be ready to party though they are gonna be ready to be throwing some big big parties i i hope (laughs) but that's that's my guess for the future but um i guess we'll see um i'm really curious i'm i know i'm like totally switching gears here but um i'm so curious with uh your just your vocal style and everything what um what are some of your vocal influences like what what did you love growing up and what do you love now i've always loved michael jackson just and his music is my like my ultimate favorite um and he, a lot of his songs are like in my key which is yeah. you know handy um yeah. i don't know like where i've i feel like i've always been so scattered though with style and everything and um i grew up listening like my dad loved bonnie Raitt. he like mm, loved her mm-hmm. um and i did too like i loved her but my voice sounds nothing like hers and she sings so low you know um but yeah I guess I would say Michael Jackson has been my biggest like musical influence and I can't recreate any of his little like chirpy sounds or anything like that but um and and probably a lot of the musical theater got me to where that was too you know I my range is really high but I can't sing low stuff very well. Like that's where I struggle. It's like, I mean, I can like hit notes, but it's not the same like stylist, you know, like you can't, I can't get much control okay. with the lower stuff. Um, but that's just cause like my voice, I think naturally sits up there, but I wouldn't say it's like, because I loved following someone's style, you know, yeah. it's just kind yeah. of what it's grown into. Yeah. Well, that, well, that makes a lot of sense too, with the, with Michael Jackson being the singer and dancer, why it'd be so inspirational to you. Well, you, you will have to come to the summit. You're not coming anywhere. It's virtual. So you'd be looking at it at home. Yeah. No, that's not awesome. um, Two of the speakers, one is Dorian Hawley and Dorian, uh, toured with Michael Jackson for I want to say 27 years. I think that's what, what it was. He was on pretty much all of his world tours. Yeah. He was a, he was a backup singer and he was also his, um, vocal director. So, and he's featured in the movie, um, this is it in his final, uh, movie. You, you'd recognize him if you saw him there in the movie, but, um, anyway, he talks a lot about him and it's, I, I think you'd really enjoy it. And then, um, Judith Hill will also be speaking at the summit. Judith, um, she was on The Voice, but she's she was also featured in This Is It as one of his singers. She toured with them and she sang, um, she did the duet of uh, The Way You Make Me Feel with yeah, them. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and she was in the 20 Feet From Stardom too. 
Um, so anyway, there, you know, they, I think they'd have some really cool stories that you would like. So that's huge. So you're throwing that and you got like those speakers. Yes. That's incredible. By that's awesome. I have some very good friends who have made it happen. So <laughs> nice. that's so cool. It's good. Yes. I want to go. I'm in. Yeah, Sign yeah. me up. Yeah. Um, so how about now? I, I've kind of been asking everybody this question. Um, one of the things that I have found really, really joyful through all of this is I'm so used to having to learn music all the time, which is fun. Mm -hmm. And I'm fully for that and everything, but I rarely get to just listen to anything for, for the fun of it, or listen to something new long enough to where I can like soak it in and get, you know, used to it. But that has been my thing is just like listening to all these different Spotify playlists and, and kind of discovering all of these, you know, incredible artists that I'm sure have been around a long time, but to me, they're new. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Have you been able to do anything like that? Or is there anyone that you're really liking now? I discovered um, Dua Lipa, like in the very beginning yeah. of the quarantine and have not stopped listening to her just on repeat. Yeah. I Her love great. It's, it's so good. Like every, all of it is so good. I, mm -hmm. so she's been one of my favorites. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've kind of been doing the same thing. Like I found this playlist, it's called pumped pop. Mm -hmm. I have no idea like, who made it or anything, but it's just playing all these like happy, like pop, you know, like popular tunes right now. And um what's that one I can't think of it it's like a Whitney sample it's a Whitney sample of a song I can't think of it now. oh the one with uh Kygo is that is that how you yeah say it? yeah 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 higher higher love like that kind of playlist has been so fun to listen to uh -huh. I've been loving that I had to I've like when I did that drive-in concert it was a Green Day concert so I had to listen to all this Green Day music, oh, which is like not something I've ever really chosen, but it was fun to jam out to their stuff too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Dua Lipa has been my favorite over quarantine. Mm -hmm. She's been my artist. Mm, you. What's yours? What, what has been your favorite one? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm so incredibly random. I like, I mean, I can't think of a genre of music that I don't like. So for me, it's yeah. really about mood. You know, so whatever mood I'm in, I, I mean, one second I could be listening to like Whitney Houston radio, you know, which is like all of the like 80s, 90s, like big um, ballad singers. And then the next I'm listening to like Yacht Rock and then the next, you know, yeah. just it depends. But um, I think one of my favorites has been um, Lake Street Dive. Um, have you heard of them? Yeah. Oh, my God. God, I'm just obsessed with that band and Maggie Rogers. I love Maggie Rogers and um, Leon Bridges and just, I don't know. I know they've been around, you know, for a long time, but to me, they're like so new and sparkly and. <laughs> yeah, actually Charlotte, I think um, is the one that told me about them and like mm -hmm. she played, she covered, um, what's their like big one? Yeah, I can't think of anything. <laughs> um, but she covered one of their songs and I was like, who is that? Like, what 
tell me, you know, and yeah, I've loved them. They're yeah. so good. I want to make sure you know of Alan Stone. Do you know of oh Alan God, Stone? I love Alan Stone. Okay, yeah. good. Yes. Yeah. He's been doing those like, yes, in his house or whatever. And I sat and watched one of those and I was so entertained and loved every second He's of so it. He's so funny and his voice is, it's ridiculous. I know. I know it's he's it's like the last human you would ever think that voice would come out of too. And it's yeah. so freaking good. Yep. Speaking of ridiculous voices, Lauren Lee is here with us too. She's in the chat. She says, Lauren. Oh, and Tiffany Jane too. I'm so bad at the comments. Hey gal. Those are some incredible singers right there. Two totally incredible singers. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, Alan Stone. God, I love that guy. And he's like kind of the strangest looking guy, but like so, so incredibly sexy. Just I haven't gotten onto that boat yet for that, mm. but <laughs> he's like I I just love his quirkiness and like he's just goofy. I saw him years ago at Soda Bar. Really? Like just starting to like tour, I think, and like try to get out, you know? Mm -hmm. And I saw him and my oldest brother was friends with the like owner of Soda Bar at the time. Mm -hmm. And so we went early and like hung out and he's like, oh yeah, he's in that room over there. And cause I had become a fan, like from what mm -hmm. I had heard, you know? Um, so I was really excited and he did the show. It was awesome. It was like, he was like spitting on us because you know it's tiny in there and then after like everybody had to leave and we stayed and i was too starstruck i literally like stood behind everybody just like <laughs> oh my gosh and my brother was like taking like shots with him and hanging out they they helped him pack his like uh you know tour van back up and uh -huh. it was crazy and then we saw him at belly up and he like we went to that restaurant next door and he was in there hanging out mm -hmm. and he remembered my brother mm -hmm. from like two or three years before that he was like hey i remember you wow and then, like, oh yeah i remember my sister and i was just like hey. <laughs> 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 hey, Cassie, come on so starstruck so yeah he's he's one of my favorites i just yeah. love this stuff and his, I, his I attitude he's yeah it is i love it i love an artist that just you can just tell how you know they are like that that live show that they've been doing i love how much they drink during the live the amount of cocktails and they have like the donuts they get handed to them and yeah it just they're like their banter between each other it just it cracks me up he's, he's so great 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 uh lauren says she absolutely absolutely in love with Cassie's work ethic and ridiculous range. Oh, I love your <laughs> voice. I'm trying to find the chat. I don't know. Can I watch it? It's on, um, it's coming from uh, vocal coaching with Danielle Tucker. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Lauren, you're seriously so incredible. She actually has like one of my favorite voices and I'm not just saying that I've said that to many people. Mm -hmm. um, I just think her her like tone is like rad. It's just so good. So, so good. She's pretty amazing. Yeah, <laughs> she is indeed. Okay, I found the chat. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, 
so do you have um anything coming up in the near future well you have the christmas thing that you're getting ready for yes in yeah so that's um what's that oh i was just gonna say is this the thing it's at sea world right yeah it's okay. really short it's gonna be very simple um it's in shamu stadium but they're showing a movie the rudolph movie like at the oh. end of the night uh -huh. so yeah. i'm kind of like a little pre-show warm-up for it so i'll come out and just be like hey like let's sing some christmas songs together before you know the special of rudolph the red-nosed reindeer so uh -huh. it's just four songs that i need to get my lyrics down for yeah. but um i'm just happy to be in like a christmas spirit you know like realm and yeah be able to sing it's it's just i'm so excited and then yeah, i'll be at the zoo too but i won't be singing i'll be um actually don't know what i'm going to be doing but they want me to do something for mm -hmm. christmas stuff mm, so fun. that's kind of it we do we did the kumul casino with the band so i'm excited to just kind of get that like just kind of back in like the swing of playing you know mm -hmm. it'll be a great opportunity and the people that go there are so sweet and precious and yeah like they're so sweet so i'm hoping that i see a lot of them because they've been like they're every time we've been there they've just been like we love you you know they're just yeah. so happy and they want to dance which just makes me so glad so yeah. i'm excited to get back there but that's pretty much i think all that's on the books right now yeah that's good well it's, it's so nice to have christmas to look forward to i think we need some we need some christmas up in here right away just can't <laughs> sing louder than your talking voice but you know oh really <laughs> that's like one of the guidelines gavin newsom put out like oh that's right you want to sing you can't sing <laughs> like what you gotta like measure our vocals or something i don't know it's so well, funny yeah luckily for me i talk very loud so yeah there you go now we loud speaking voice so i get to win on that yeah i think we all need something to look forward to like we haven't had music and we haven't had disneyland so at least give us santa claus like let's yeah something so sea world is open now yeah it's been open i don't know when they reopened but the zoo has been open too i think it's one of those like what did they call it? I don't know, but it's, yeah, it's been open. Okay. Yeah. Do you hear anything about Disneyland, their plans for opening? No, I was just talking to a guy that like works there too. And like, there's no word. Mm. No word. That is I just think, mind blowing. I know it's insane. Like they've closed down for a day twice in history, a day. Yeah. 9-11 and I forget the other one. Mm -hmm. It might have been swine flu. I'm not positive. Oh, but it was okay. a day. And then they were open the next day. Yeah. This is insane. I'm surprised that they haven't opened downtown Disney at least. I think they actually have opened downtown Disney, but okay. I don't think they're having like the entertainment. Yeah. But I think the stores and stuff are open. But even that, it's like you have to wait in a line to like get, uh, get in because okay. everyone's trying to go, I think. Mm -hmm. At least that's what I've heard. But I think downtown is open. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want some Disney back, too. I <sighs> Well, things things will be back going. But um, like we talked about, I hope I hope that once things do get going, that you are able to, you know, keep that balance that you're hoping for. And I mean, yeah. coming out of this, I hope we all learn some really, really good lessons and, you know, stick to them. I mean, it'd be, it would be a shame if we didn't. So yeah. Yeah. Even just, yeah. The fact that like we could go as our job and like hang out with friends and play music as our job. Like, I feel like there were times when I took that for granted, you know? Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, that's all I want to be able to do now, you know? Mm -hmm. So it'll be nice. I think it'll be nice. Hopefully it'll give everybody a fresh, like outlook on all of it, you know, and, and what's important at each gig, like who you're affecting there, you know, even your band members, like just make it a good time. Cause why waste any time? Like we've had to do that for so long now. <laughs> yeah. No more wasting time.